The COVID-19 pandemic showed us just how vulnerable supply chains are. Today, we face many threats, shipping delays, a lack of workers, failing infrastructure, transportation rates that are out of control, cybersecurity threats, and of course, a worldwide pandemic that is still very much with us. But with each of these threats comes opportunities. Welcome to this limited podcast series from CSEMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the top 10 supply chain threats. This podcast is sponsored by Trax, the global leader in transportation spend management. Trax elevates traditional freight audit with a combination of industry-leading cloud-based technology and the industry's most global services to deliver enterprise-wide value and customer satisfaction. In addition, Trax's invoice payment automation service, Trax Pays Plus, ensures efficient payment management, reduces payment issues, improves carrier loyalty, and increases cash flow. The customers of Trax represent the world's most complex supply chains, and they chose Trax to achieve end-to-end visibility and control of their global transportation costs, improve transportation data quality, and call upon logistics management optimization strategies. Visit Trax at traxtech.com. Today, we focus on the threat posed by failing to digitize supply chains. Here is your moderator for this segment, Supply Chain Quarterly's Managing Editor, Diane Rand. Thank you for joining us for the latest edition of Supply Chain Quarterly's podcast series on the top 10 threats to supply chains. Today, we will take a look at the risks of digitization, and more specifically, the risks involved in not implementing digital technologies into your supply chain, and the risks involved in implementing technology, but maybe not doing it correctly. We are joined today by Dale Rogers of Arizona State University, where he is the director of the Frontier Economics Logistics Lab, co-director of the Internet Edge Supply Chain Lab and Executive Director of CARISCA, which stands for the Center for Applied Research and Innovation in Supply Chain Africa. Dale, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, One of the many research programs that you're involved with is the Internet Edge Supply Chain Lab at Arizona State University. What sort of risks do companies face as they implement new technologies, such as those that you study on the Internet Edge? You, you know, it, it's it's interesting, I think. I think this is the time of greatest change in my whole career. There's incredible technological changes, and, and I'm old, by the way, so so I've been around for a long time, and, and, and I can't believe how much stuff is happening, and I think companies don't really have a choice. Uh, you get left behind very quickly, and truthfully, uh, adopting, I think, autonomous, which in, involves AI, autonomous digitization or digitalization of the supply chain. I think that's pretty important, actually, uh, be, because the way that you buy software, the way that you implement systems, all of that stuff is is changing pretty quickly. So is digitization... Um the one good way to mitigate some of those, you know, well, risks? The, the idea really is that you're you're going to do new modern types of systems, some utilizing uh, non-standard data, unstructured data, mm-hmm. uh, um, 
better statistics, which is really comes through the AI. Uh, you're you're using lots of different tools that um, are sort of above and beyond the old ERP systems, and um, and and you know special what we used to call point systems that that sit outside your your main system and and do all sorts of things like for example reverse logistics or um you know different types of supply chain planning uh or um uh uh, managing the shelf and and using sort of advanced tools that have greater uh statistical power and are really empowered by greater computing power all of that stuff is is really transforming how we manage supply chains you can you can do a lot more sort of automatically so i I think a good kind of analogy to it is you know for a hundred years when you would drive you would get a paper map and then for about what 15 maybe you would automate it by using siri and google maps and and uh, you know those kinds of things, and now very quickly we're moving to autonomous uh, vehicles. You know, I live in the Phoenix area, and uh, Google has a division called Waymo, and um, and and Waymo has autonomous cars. And a really weird thing that happened to me the other day: I pulled up next to a Waymo vehicle and there was no driver so they were just driving I didn't know we were doing that but so so what can be done to mitigate implementation risks for those companies looking to you know it's not so much big investments a lot of moving digitizing your supply chain management is actually not nearly as costly as those giant ERP projects were back in the late 90s, early 2000s. So it's way different than putting in an ERP, and there's a lot of affordable solutions. But you gotta be aware of it, you gotta understand it, and, and you know, one of the things a lot of firms are doing, I'm sure you're aware of this, is um, putting in place a CDO, a Chief Data Officer. So in addition to the CIO, Maybe they report to the CIO, but you have a, a chief data officer that that actually um, uh, is in charge of all the different places where data is. Uh, another big issue around sort of new systems is cybersecurity as well. A whole different topic that we yeah. can delve into for sure. Yeah. Um, what sort of risks do companies face by not implementing? new digital technologies into their supply chain operations? Well, so so digital technologies really transform the cost. So there's a lot of things you can do and you don't need those expensive, clunky, really heavy uh, systems. You can do things in a light fashion. Just think about um, uh, AWS um, or, uh, you know, uh, Microsoft Azure or the IBM Cloud or Google Cloud, and and how those revolutionize the cost 
because all of a sudden you can buy it by the drink and it's really cheap to get a sliver of a server and and you can use different types of software it's a whole way of operating so for example 10 years ago if you were starting up a company you'd have a pretty big chunk of your budget maybe up to 40 percent around the IT costs well today your IT costs would be expected to be no more than 15% because of sort of these advanced digital tools that allow you to get up and running at a very low cost. So a private equity firm can can uh, fund three companies where they used to be able to fund one be, because systems are different than they used to be. So how can companies go about balancing those, you know, two risks, you know, the risk of implementing new technology and it going horribly wrong and the risk of not implementing the new technologies and falling behind competitors? Well, you, you know, I, I think part of it is I don't I don't think you want to implement huge, big systems. I don't think you should be doing that anymore. I think these are are smaller um smaller size systems you know it's kind of like the difference between a car and a 747 you you know i I think you can just take a little drink of water and 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 the risk is lower but it but it also um is a easier to manage project generally because smaller have these risks around implementing digital technologies changed in the last 18 months since the beginning of the pandemic well, there's a lot more uh, remote and mobile. There's a, 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 you know, we manage things via Zoom or Teams or something, and and so absolutely, we're we're using technology in in different ways, and um, we've seen a lot of shifts happen at the same time. So this shift to e-commerce, which really was big this past year. We see a shift of working remotely. We, we see uh, incredible sort of constipation of the logistics systems. You know, um, lots of ships docked outside of the port of L.A. and difficulty getting trucks and, and all these kinds of things that sort of together are shifting how we manage supply chains. It's really incredible how much has changed in just such a short amount of time. I think we're going to see a lot more change. You know, you can really see, whether we like it or not, a decoupling from China. So, you know, there was this mass move in the 90s, 2000s. Let's let's source everything from Asia, particularly China. And uh, we're, we're seeing that really change. Some of it's political reasons, both here and also in, in China. But a lot of it is just logistics difficulty. So, you know, I think in the last couple of weeks, uh, container costs coming into the port of L.A. from Shanghai, it's like 20 grand. Well, if the stuff in the container is only worth 50, you can't afford to do that. It's definitely uh, challenging times for the supply chain industry, but also exciting in in a sense that a, a lot of new things are going to come about because of it. Well, Dale, thank you so much for your time today, and we really appreciate having you. Thank you. Nice to be with you. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us for this podcast from CSCMP's Supply Chain Quarterly, the Top 10 Supply Chain Threats. We encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.